0: Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. It is now February 14th, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day. I honestly forgot to upload to this podcast. This is the life of Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. I am an art model, dog walker, pet sitter, standardized patient for medical students, which means I act out the role of being a patient. And I'm working with interactive Jack records, uh, making a full goddess Kring LP album, a full, uh, 10 original music tracks. I'm really excited to work with Dave Flowers, who is an amazing music producer and musician, and I'm very close to him. And, uh, I want to, let's see, share a track list. I also, uh, published a book Kringonian pizzazz, Kring speak Poetry, Goddess Kring, Shannon Kringen. So I have a poetry book in conjunction with my Goddess Kring album, which will probably be called The Story of Goddess Kring. And there's Opal Moonstone, my rhinestone art car. So my current projects are my art car and day flowers and Tiger and I are going to be going to Houston, Texas in April 2024 for the Houston Art Car Parade and Festival. That's going to be a big road trip we're going to take. And then I'm working on a music LP with Dave Flowers from Interactive Jack Records. I got my poetry book. Uh, What else? We're working on a documentary film about Goddess Kring my public access TV show that was on for 15 years. You can go to Bandcamp and listen to some of our music tracks, Goddess Kring on Bandcamp. We're going to be releasing this all over on every platform we can imagine, um, including my YouTube channel, which will hopefully have videos for uh, most of the songs. A track list so far, the preliminary track list. Let me find this. I wrote it down. Um, Let's see. Oops, wrong browser. Um, yeah, (laughs) I'm multitasking right now and doing 20 million different things at the same time. So let me see here. We have the track list. Yeah, the page is not loading. Okay. Well, let me just think off the top of my head what the track list is it would be, Oh no, come back. Uh oh, Inker. Let's see. Come back, my podcast. Where is my podcast? Uh oh, I lost. There it is. Oh, here. Uh, Banana Split, The Story of Goddess Kring, UFO Camera, Cancel Culture Vultures, Slow Down, a duet with my dad, Gus Kringen. He wrote that song called Slow Down. That's a folk song. Um, distracted by Reality, number five. <clears throat> uh new year revolution I think we have a dumpster dive in boots that's the song that we're working on right now that we're trying to finish the vocals on dumpster dive in boots is a true story about these hand-painted boots I got mad and had a fit one day and I was feeling uh self-hatred and I threw a bunch of stuff in a dumpster including these hand-painted boots that I made for myself And I wore them several times, and then I just got mad. I don't even remember why in the 90s. And I threw them in the dumpster along with a four-track machine. I totally regret doing that. I should have at least given it or sold it to a musician. But I got mad and threw it out. Um, I was just feeling a lot of uh, self-negative thoughts and wanted to just throw a bunch of stuff away, which was just ridiculous. Um, So... I threw them away, and then a few days later, literally, I was walking down a street that I don't commonly walk on, which I'm glad I did, because I saw those hand-painted boots that I'd thrown in the dumpster for sale in a second-hand store on Capitol Hill, where I lived in Seattle, and I I was embarrassed because they were only $9 and I spent probably 20 hours painting those boots. And so I thought, okay, it's an insult that these are only $9 because I worked hard painting those. But then again, I threw them in the dumpster. So I was really happy and grateful that somebody saw value in them and took them out of the dumpster. So thank you to the dumpster diving stranger who took my boots that I threw away put them for sale in a store. I hope somebody bought them. I should have bought them. (laughs) When I walked past, I was so embarrassed. I just laughed and kept walking. I should have like went in there and went, Hey, I threw those in a dumpster. Those are my boots. I guess I'll buy them back from you (laughs) so that me and whoever dumpster dove and the consignment store, all three of us could have benefited from my fit of rage. So it's funny that I didn't just take those boots and and give them to a consignment store to sell, and instead I threw them in the dumpster. So I'm writing a song about it. I made up some cool rhymes. My favorite song we've done so far, Dave thinks that Cancel Culture, Vultures, and New Year Revolution are two best songs. I really, really, really love UFO Camera. Maybe I'll read the lyrics to that on the next post it's pretty cool lyrics. So I just wanted to catch up with you guys. This is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring. Go to my website, ShannonKringen.com. It links everything. Or you can go to my Instagram or my YouTube. If you just Google Shannon Kringen, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-K-R-I-N-G-E-N, or Goddess Kring, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-K-R-I-N-G. If you just do that, you can figure out um, all the links. And I have just wanted to do some new YouTube monologues about what I think about fame and how people use famous people to project positive and negative things onto it. And uh, we love to have scapegoats and we love to gaslight people and we love to make ourselves feel better by criticizing other people. So I feel like famous people are kind of used... As a dumping ground for both positive and negative, we want our famous people that we like to live up to some heroic role that they have in our lives. And then we also use famous people to dump our crap onto to feel like we can feel superior if we judge famous people that we don't like or that we think are, you know, not talented or not smart or whatever it is about a famous person that bothers us that we don't want to look in ourselves at our dark side and then we project that onto famous people. That's kind of what we do. Not that these famous people aren't also real human beings that we are projecting onto, but they are real humans. We sometimes forget, too, that these people are real. Um, And then Madonna. I wanted to talk about how I'm inspired by Madonna. Yes, I am weirded out by her plastic surgery. That is, uh, It does weird me out a little bit. Um, But... I was watching a video I really admire Madonna. She's a very spiritual person and a very sexual person. And kind of like the opposite, like Tori Amos and Madonna have similarities. Uh they're both very petite women. I met Tori Amos in Pain and Painted Shoes for her. They're both very petite women and they're very larger than life on stage. I think Tori's about five foot two. I met her and Madonna's five foot three or five foot four, I can't remember which. I've never actually seen Madonna live, but I really admire the sexuality and the spirituality. Uh, Tori is mostly spiritual with sexuality thrown in, and Madonna is extremely sexual with spirituality thrown in. And both of those women inspire me. They're both very powerful women who are not afraid to fully express what they do. And they had to push really hard to create the careers that they created. Uh, Madonna, I'm really inspired by the old footage I've seen of Madonna in the early 80s in 1982 or 83 or 84 when her career was just starting really. She actually worked pretty hard for like four years before her career really went anywhere. I think 1979 uh, or something is when she first went to New York City and she really had to push, push, push for like three or four years. Most people would give up before that uh if you look at the old footage of madonna when they are asking her condescending questions like oh so do you think you're a one hit wonder and that they they asked her very condescending questions like implying that she really wasn't very smart and she wasn't really going to stick around much maybe have a few hit songs and then be gone and it's so funny that she had the the vision even then like she was born that way To have the self-confidence that she was going to have a long career, and I think she very from a young age knew that if she had dreams and she pushed for them, she could make them happen. And she is a a living proof and example of if you're really focused on what you want, if you're talented, hardworking, and have charisma or good looks enough and you're willing to focus, 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 and you basically have to ignore people who say you're selfish and say you're too full of yourself or say that you're not really going to succeed, you actually have to have the courage to fail in order to succeed. So you have to, when you pursue your dreams, you have to be focused enough on what you want to ignore people who criticize you and make fun of you or try to guilt trip you and shame you into thinking that you're selfish for doing what you're doing. Uh, You have to have the audacity. So I really admire that she had the audacity to do what she really loved and what she really wanted. Not that everything about her lifestyle is healthy. Uh, Again, I think the plastic surgery is is freaking me out a little bit. And I think that the... um, you know, when you're as famous as Madonna, you can't. Your life is not normal. You can't just go to the grocery store, or walk down the street, and there's people like obsessed with you and project all kinds of weird stuff onto you, positive or negative. And that part of it is creepy to me. The the part of fame that's really fake and um, creepy. And famous people have to, you know, be private and secure and protect their privacy and their safety and their security when they have fans obsessed with them or whatever. Um, who think they can get something from them. But the relationship that you have with your audience, the, the actual music that Madonna creates and the actual love that she puts into her singing and dancing and acting and all the different creative things that she's done, writing children's books, having a sexual fantasy book. I mean, she's done all kinds of different things and people criticize her for being so multifaceted, thinking that she has to choose to be one kind of woman or another kind of woman. But I love that she as a human being is so dynamic and has created lots of different kinds of things uh with singing, dancing, acting, book writing, book publishing, modeling for photographers. I mean, she's done lots of interesting things. So I'm inspired freshly because it's not my favorite music. Her music is not my favorite music. I much prefer Tom Petty and Neil Young and Tori Amos and David Bowie and Beck and Miles Davis and so many other musicians that I really, really, really love the music of. But then again, I love a lot of the Madonna songs I'm revisiting and appreciating her from a whole new level. Um, and also tired of people criticizing Taylor Swift. I'm also not a huge Taylor Swift fan in terms of music. Although I love her song Carolina from the soundtrack to the movie where the crawdads sing. I love that song. The Carolina song that's so beautiful and sparse and, um, melancholy and just beautifully done. Uh, but the way people project all of their negative stuff onto Taylor Swift, just like the hardcore fans of her project a heroic, positive role onto Taylor Swift. Um, She's a very talented, positive, upbeat, uplifting person. And I admire her longevity and her taking the high road and continuing to write songs and try to spread positive energy. I think that's great. And I really admire that. And so I refuse to join on the bandwagon of of uh, judging her harshly and negatively. I think people are kind of envious or maybe they're just tired of hearing about certain famous people like that because they get a lot of press. And I feel like the media kind of uses these famous people to create drama, to just generate sponsored by, you know, whatever corporation is trying to sell something. So these famous people are kind of used in the media to generate drama and attention whether somebody likes a famous person or doesn't like it, the famous person doesn't even matter because eyes are glued to the screen and then they can try to sell you things, ideas and products. Basically, it's we're being used and manipulated into uh, having our eyes glued to the screen so that we are hopefully going to buy whatever products they're trying to sell us and or they're trying to also sell us ideas. So these are just some of the things to keep in mind when you're watching uh, the media. But Okay, so this is Shannon Kring and Goddess Kring, and I'm creating my own media. I think it was Amanda Palmer. I really admire Amanda Palmer, the musician, as well. She's like, We are the media. And to some extent, that is true. We create our own media if we want to. We can just sit and be submissive and watch whatever media they spoon feed us, or we can actually get out there and create our own media and create music and write and dance and sing and act and and paint and draw and all that stuff that you like to do. I'm also working with a sculptor, sculptor, um, John T. Young, who has a lot of public art, and I'm being full body cast by him, or at least part of my torso and arms and legs, maybe not my head, I'm not sure yet on that part, but I'm working with a, a very successful sculptor and really happy to, that I landed that gig and um, I will keep you posted on that. So thanks for listening. This is Shannon Kring and Goddess Kring, and I hope that I inspire you to pursue your dreams. I My favorite feedback I get when I share my creative expression is people who say they're inspired by me and they decided to get more into whatever creative thing that they wanted to do um seeing me do something creative made them say hey I want to just go out there and do my thing and and in order to succeed you have to not be afraid to fail or succeed because if you succeed might some people might be jealous of you and say mean things to you and if you fail then people will laugh at you for failing and go ha 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 I told you so I knew you wouldn't make it so some people love to watch other people fail And then the other people, uh, love to feel jealous of other people that succeed. So it's like whether you succeed or fail in a way doesn't even matter because if you're doing what you love, you're just learning as you go. Like, that's how I feel. Like if I fail at some of the things I'm doing, like the music day Flowers and I are doing, I love the music, but I can't make people listen to it. All we can do, we're trying to get K-E-X-P to play our music, Uh, Once we finish it, we're going to connect with some DJs on KEXP radio in Seattle and trying to see if we can get our music played on the radio and do our own podcast as well. We're not going to wait around for other people to discover our music. We are going to put our music out into the world and maybe do some live performances as well. So we don't know how well we're going to connect with an audience, but we're trying to connect with an audience and it's okay if we fail or we succeed or anything in between. That's all. I just wanted to uh, share that for today. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'll see you later.